On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. So I got to check off a new state off my bucket list this past week. You've gone forever, but we got Jenny, Zach, and Matt here before I get into that. Hey, Hi. everybody. Yeah. Good to see you. Got to go to Kentucky. The first time I'd ever you been to Kentucky. You had never been to Kentucky. I had never been to Kentucky. And you got that private dinner at, at oh. Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs. That Church- was really cool. Churchill Downs, a nice joint. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I mean, we were up there. Um, I wanted to go to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Uh-huh. Just, we were in Louisville. <laughs> you were there. So right. Like, Let's that would be bat. cool, but we, we, I was there for meetings, so we didn't get a whole lot of time with the other, but they did book out the Churchill Downs, and it was pretty cool because like, all the suites were open and everything. I mean, there wasn't anything going on there, and we had dinner there, but Churchill Downs is super historic, you know, and... Um, and did you get to walk around a, yeah, little, a little bit? Yeah, you know, and, 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 and what they did was pretty cool. They, they had on the TVs, and they played old races. And we all act like we were really betting. Got to walk up to the window. Bet, Did you pick lose money? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. And they had prizes. It was pretty fun. Everybody was really getting excited with it and, and all that. So it was, it was a fun little work trip. Did you what? take a lap around the... Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Race each other. About a quarter mile, about a quarter in, I'd probably be passed out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what, what did you call that city? Louisville. So do you know what people from there call it? No. Louisville. Louisville. I worked in Indianapolis for many years in the... Um, so people in the area would correct if I said Louisville. Really? Yeah. I'm Louisville. Well, shoot. Now I can't say it. <laughs> to, make, to make this much more local, I'm from Houston originally, and, and we're in DFW, and there's a city nearby, or like a town named Waxahachie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when I was working in radio and doing radio commercials, uh, I used to do my reads Waxahachie, and people oh, would yeah. like oh, storm into the oh, studio and be like, okay. you need to do this right or don't do it at all. And I was like, okay, I'm so, right. I'm the one who's wrong. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah like, it's not It's not that. It's it, fine. Italy will throw people off, too. Italy, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mahaya. M-E-X-I-A. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Non-regional diction, everybody. Mejia. Very important. I guarantee I've driven by a road sign and been like, Mexia. That's that's wild. (laughs) Or like, what will Siri call it? It'll definitely be Mexia. Mexia. Yeah, Yeah, something (laughs) wacky. Speaking of things that are wacky, our first headline this week. An entire company was locked out of their office for days because of a rogue umbrella. Employees at a company based in WeWork offices were thwarted when they tried to turn up to work earlier this week but found the glass door well and truly blocked shut. One look through the glass door on the floor inside the office showed the culprit to be a rogue umbrella that had fallen on the ground at the most awkward spot possible uh we've got a photo of this if you're watching the video you can see it now if you're listening go go into the video on facebook or youtube and just 
go to scroll to this minute just so you can see this video because yeah. when I read it, I first didn't understand how can an umbrella right block the door? Yeah, yeah if but you're it's a sliding glass door, uh-huh. and so the umbrella fell down in the track. It's a door jam. Yeah, yeah right. basically. And if you're and by the way, if you're like, where do I find this? It's on my YouTube channel. Yeah, search Jenny and Chanda or on my Facebook page or on yeah, everybody secret. else's. But yeah, Facebook group, super se- or in the super secret Facebook group. Yes. Facebook.com slash groups on the second shot. Anyway, yes, uh, the tweet about this went viral. One of the employees tweeted about it, just took a photo and said, nobody can figure it out. Nobody can figure out how to get this umbrella out of this sliding glass door without getting into the office. Uh, of course, Twitter grabbed onto it and it went viral and people had numerous solutions uh, going from like slide a jimmy under the door whatever that is to a dry cleaner coat hanger one guy just said brick which i thought was hilarious because it's a glass door uh the solution ultimately (laughs) uh was that this is so goofy they had an engineer go in through the ceiling drill a hole and drop a wire down and lift the umbrella out unbelievable that was the way to do it it took him two days, though. <laughs> are you guys all familiar with the way we work works? It's like this co-working space. People are paying a lot of money yeah. to use those offices, right? Yep. And so so for two days, they couldn't get in there to their computers and their spaces. But it doesn't sound like they tried much. They just kind of like, oh, well, we'll go find other desks. Well, it's so tough because you look at the photo and just like everything that happens on the internet, right? It's out of context. You think, surely there's a way to do that. Like you're looking at the little door gem right there and thinking, okay, you can yeah. get through there. There's a way to make that happen. But according to them, there wasn't. Fortunately, everything's on computers, as they said, so there wasn't anything super important in the office. So they were able to just work in the WeWork space proper, and and they made it work out. But man, I got so many, I got so many hot takes about this, and I want to hear how you guys feel about it. What's your second shot? Gosh, well, so second shot on this, my first idea was, you know. Um, we all face the same problems. Like, like no matter how successful you are, no matter how great you are, no matter how you know how many cold calls and successful sales you made, everyone's locked out of the office sometimes. Yeah. Like everyone de- deals with these these same uh, you know rigors of life and 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 also ridiculous situations. Like mm-hmm. no matter how high up you get, you could still have a freak accident with an umbrella and be locked out of your office for two days. Mm. That was just a reminder for me of, of you know, um, everyone puts on their pants one leg at a time or whatever that, <laughs> yeah. that quote yeah. is, you know, like uh, you're, you're not special and gosh, the world's against me. Yeah. It mm. happens to everybody sometimes. Yeah, and that's, a, that's that not taking that victim mentality type thing too. You know, yeah. what I thought about was how many times have, have any of y'all been in those situations where you're trying to do, you know, open up that, you know, door to your office like you've done a hundred times and it won't open and you get frustrated, you get mad and you think that it's like there's something major going on Mm -hmm. when if you just look down, it's just a little umbrella fell on the track. It's really nothing after you. Nobody has pointed a to lock it, to make fun of you, to lock you out. You know, it's like like it's just looking down and going, a dadgum umbrella just fell over. It's it happened. I mean, just it's a coincidences are not as much of a coincidence as people think yeah like 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 oh what's the coincidence of that well you had the umbrella leaned up against right there i mean it's not that big of a deal right (laughs) i mean like that's absolutely a possibility so i think what we do is a lot of times we we let our emotions take over and and we get so mad at things and we we look at all these big things that could be doing it when it could be just a little culprit of a little umbrella fell over and so when i think about it and look at your life and go why you know you you look at all of the things amounting on top of you mm-hmm. maybe you're stressed with money because you're not working as much maybe you're um you're you got laid off or you you've got these 
five bills hit at once with everything else and you're looking at this mountain of difficulties when if you would just calm down take a breath and look at that one little bitty thing at a time that it could be just that one little umbrella you could remove at a time and you can make effort with it and and get it out of the way but when you let emotion take over and you start looking at all the things that it could be versus going maybe it's just an umbrella fell over and blocked the door like it, it, the world may not be after me yeah right. and, and, and i wanted to jump on that because i had a different take on this yeah it's the glass door it's the fact that yeah like you can you, you run into this problem that you can't solve and you can just like the solution is right there it's so obvious here's the problem here's the thing that's stopping me and you've got hundreds of people telling you look here's the issue Here's what you got to do, and everybody's got a different idea, but nobody knows exactly how to fix your thing. Nobody knows exactly how to fix your problem, but the fact that you can just see through it, and it's right there, but somehow it's this insurmountable issue. Like, I feel like a lot of people run into problems like that, and sometimes we get blinded by anger and emotion, and we don't think and just stop and go, okay, hold on, this is a very manageable, very goofy problem, you know? Like, this isn't, it's honestly funny, yeah, that's why the rest of us can look at it and laugh. Um, there's something, I don't know, there's some kind of metaphor there that I think is important. Well, and you're right. The thing is being able to see through it and see it happen and, 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 and know what it is. And if you let emotions get involved, then then you, you can't figure out that go from above in those offices. It has the little ceiling tile grid. It's probably very easy to stick something down, you know. And, and we, we, we look at the mountains versus the little step in front of us, and we let it overwhelm us when if we just took those steps, it's just a couple more steps and it's fixed. I, I like the point about letting emotions get involved. Do you have any sort of um, tactics or techniques that are tangible that we could share when people feel like they are getting super emotional? Do you have a, like a, a timeout <laughs> well, for yourself? Yeah, you, you have to. You got to start with honestly starting to download the Headspace app and stuff and meditate because when what meditating and mindfulness does is being become becoming more mindful lets you catch when your emotions are high. If you're not working on mindfulness, you get lost in it and are not catching yourself when your emotions are rising. But if you practice mindfulness, the first step is realizing that your emotions are risen, that you need a timeout, that you need to do a check back, and then you just take some deep breaths and step out of the room, step out of the way, go back, reset your mind and come back. I mean, mindfulness is what has taught me that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's other tricks people got, but I know that that working on mindfulness and meditating and learning the thoughts in my mind and and doing all those things is exactly the thing that has helped me because every time there's still times that I don't catch it when I let my emotions take over and I don't catch myself, but I believe more often than not when I do, I catch it and I will you know, you've seen whenever we maybe had argument or something, they'll be like, I've got to go step away for a minute. I catch myself getting, and I'll go walk away, take some deep breaths, let a little, you know, calm down and go, okay. Then it's all clear. It's like amazing how the fog goes completely away. Mm. And I think that uh, mindfulness can be a really abstract concept for people. Like, what what, what even is that? So, like, I knew nothing about it. Yeah, by definition, mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. So it's really more simple. I think that people hear that term and they think, eh, I don't know, that sounds weird. It's just being in your body, being aware of it. Um, when I worked at Miraval Resort all those years ago, this is like 10 years ago, we were doing mindfulness walks and, and people would come in thinking, like, what is, what's a mindfulness walk? It's simply not speaking to anybody, not looking at your phone, not trying to even just like get a workout. It's just the, the art of walking and being aware of what your body feels like, what your emotions are, what your breathing's like. Um, because then when you're done, it's easier to stay connected. Like we did that 
Heath and I did um, the on the Headspace app uh, the other morning before we got up. We did a meditation, and the idea or the goal for the day with that meditation was just be aware of what your body feels like every time you stand up or sit down. And the person who was leading the mindfulness session said, "You'll be good if you do it what like four or five times." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, no, I'm always aware." Sure enough, at the end of that day, I had only consciously felt. Like, what does my body feel like twice that day? I did, did you once. feel it? Once. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so even you know, we we are, we consider ourselves excellent practitioners of mindfulness, and even with that, you know, it, it's hard. But I do think that that's a great technique for somebody who's dealing with. Um, but anger. that's why something like Headspace is so important. That's what it did for me. Headspace walks you through it all, and like it can sound kooky, but it's really not. Honestly, if you really want to become better self-awareness which is stuff like this when you got to know how to calm down to see to go fix the problem behind the glass door that you can see you need to clear your head of stuff and and starting with mindfulness and, and practices of deep breath taking a step back and realizing that you're you're in a heightened state of emotion will help you out we'll be back in a minute on the second segment of second shot makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around, but but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's ogre, it's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code second shot. Ready, aim, fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. Haha, <laughs> it's funny, daddy. It's funny, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like Brighton's thing is so hilarious now that like when she's in trouble. Yeah. Like if, if I'm getting or, or or even if Jenny's getting onto her and she's in trouble, like as soon as you know, I'm like Brighton, you cannot you know, when we sit down and have a talk, you can't do that. she gets on and she'll look at me his funny daddy. His funny We Ooh. we are not succeeding right now. <laughs> I love it. We are not succeeding. Well and it's and so how do you hard not to laugh? not laugh, but right. we have to not. We have to right. we have Listen. to is she is she not. pulling the oh I was only joking defense? Is that what she's trying Kinda. to do there? Well she's trying to like ease the moment. She's trying yeah. to like you know, cut the tension because there's tension. She's she's done something, she's receiving a consequence. Um, for people who've never listened before, she's about two. She's a little older than two. And um and we're, we're sitting there speaking to her face to face and she'll either avoid eye contact uh -huh. 
or you know once she's done avoiding eye contact she'll do that's funny it's funny. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not good. I got her out of Jenny's car yesterday, and she goes, I said, what'd you do today? She goes, uh, I sat at a timeout, I, and I said, what, what, what did you do? Uh, I didn't listen, Mommy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she goes, timeout, and I go, Brighton? And she goes, it's funny, Daddy. <laughs> you guys, this is not good. <laughs> and we, I laughed. We are I not help starting yeah. off well if that's where we are. But that's our baseline. And we will be honest about that. And uh, we're working on managing that. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I think Brian okay. and I are going to have a lot in common because that's exactly how I get out of my problems. Just yeah. like, oh, that's well, funny. Either cut the tension or look away. Like, yeah. just don't. Yeah. <laughs> Try that with your boss. Next time you're yeah. like getting a review. Oh, it's funny. funny. It's funny. funny. That's funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, our second headline, this is probably something I think we've all heard about. Uh, Completely this, different than the first one. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of a different tone here. So uh, uh, here we go. The the vaping illness outbreak. Yes. Vaping in America has been seeing some some adverse effects. Uh, according to the latest reports from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, a total of 380 confirmed and probable cases have been identified in 36 states in the U.S. Virgin Islands of vaping uh, related disease and illness uh, there's been a total of six deaths and a seventh as has likely been reported in california though they're not sure that's what's going on public health officials are taking steps to identify what's causing previously healthy vape users to develop pneumonia-like symptoms but the results are still inconclusive this article goes on uh, from npr to explain uh, uh what seems to be causing it what are the symptoms but ultimately there's not a whole lot of answers uh, the cdc the fda uh, the, uh, is working on this to try to figure out things but nobody really knows nobody knows exactly why this is happening nobody knows if it's down to any one ingredient or, or, or method to the madness um, the symptoms are not great um, it's it's really a whole thing and it really ends is, it, with is this new or has this always been a risk and and I think ultimately this this article concludes on on it's such a new thing vaping right it's so popular and and so new and fresh that we don't really have like a decade or two decades of history to look back on and say okay well here's here's a trend there isn't really any of that um, and so now this is something that's happening and 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 it's topical and we thought okay well maybe we should talk about it on the show yeah gosh it's scary isn't it oh yeah but when you go back and you think about it though it's like um it's kind of you know in marketing and and, and getting new products out you know there's everybody talks about that bell curve that there's those really early adopters and then those you know when you really make it when you take that middle third yeah and get them over it you know i mean then there's that other third that's not going to do it no matter what um, and, but when you look back, these type of things, you know, asbestos used to be put in every building there was. And then, you know, it took a while after people, a lot of people dying from mm-hmm. figure out that's not good. Lead paint, you know, used to be something put on everything. And sure. it's not, you know, sometimes there's things that, that you don't know if it's going to be good or bad until it's tried out. But there's also a lot of it. If you just took the time to research your dang self and take a look at it versus just go with the flow then or you can th- figure things out or think i mean yeah. good grief I, I don't know how many times i've had this conversation with people where it's like you're ingesting something and you're you're sucking something into your lungs like do you think there's not going to be some sort of consequence to that i'm sorry if it's not as, as bad as, as smoking maybe but i i wouldn't be surprised at all if there was a consequence to that whatsoever that doesn't these headlines don't surprise me one bit yeah, and it's a challenge because as somebody who doesn't vape and doesn't smoke, like I, I've, I've I known just, people. I cannot picture you vaping. That funny. It's funny. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I wanted to say that, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> not to encourage anybody who's listening to this. Yeah, I'm not somebody who does that, uh, but I've known people who have. I, I lived with a roommate who did for a while, and he switched to vaping after cigarettes because 
objectively, it seems to be better, right? There's less bad chemicals, there's less tar I would say and seemed. nicotine. Seems, right, but they don't know because it's very new. Yeah. And as somebody who doesn't do it but has to go to restaurants and places where people used to smoke, vaping is a great alternative. It's way less smelly than smoking, and like it doesn't stain the ceiling tiles. Like objectively for society, it seems like it might be a better thing, but now we're finding it's been a few years since the stuff really blew up and it's in gas stations all over the place. Maybe not, right? May, may, maybe this isn't as great as everybody thinks. Um, it's funny because my actually second shot was almost really kind of way off the, the topic on it to to an extent, yeah. which was kind of um, the, I, I, I immediately thought of that marketing grid, the bell curve, right? If you got a, a you know, there's those people that when a new iPhone comes out, they're standing in line all night to get it. Mm. Those are the, those are the early adopters that they're going to try anything new, no matter what. Then there's the massive group of people, the the third, the middle part yeah, of the Yeah, they're waiting the for the early adopters to, to let them work know it out. Yeah. to write a blog post about how it was. Yeah. yeah. And then don't even worry about the last part because those people are never going to do anything you say because they're always going to be the most against anything. That's right. So when you're blowing out a product, your goal is to get that middle third. That's when you really tip the scales. And so I've thought about you know, with this, there's a lot of those early adopters, and I think it started tipping into that middle third, which then has raised more and more people doing it. And I think that if you're looking at getting in an industry or, or launching a product or a brand or something, you know, that's something to always look at in your marketing research is what what are the early adopters going to look like? And, and you need to know who your middle third is. And I think that that's always a really key practice to take whenever you're looking at launching anything, a brand, a product, or anything like that like you're you're the early adopters you you can have some initial success um and and realize that most of the time that's just the early adopters you have to get to that middle third to sustain long-term success with it all so i know my second shot was probably a lot different than what y'all's yeah a lot different because i'm thinking oh no don't don't adopt this at all anybody (laughs) i'm not talking about this you're not talking about this it's a more of an abstract view um my second shot on this was I, i this quote just like kept coming to me and I, I wish I knew who the the original person who said it was but I always heard this from a woman named Tenny McCarty who created a treatment center called Shades of Hope and she wrote a book by the same name Shades of Hope she always said you're you're only as sick as your secrets meaning whatever vice it is like you're trying to knock down one and then you're getting to another. That was my kind of interpretation of what she was saying. And I think you could interpret that a lot of different ways. But what we're seeing here is people transferring a vice. So they have an addiction to smoking and they're saying this is a better option because they don't want to give up the smoking. Right. And like yeah. we all they don't want to kick the vice, the vice as a whole. They don't want to kick the vice as a whole. They're kind of like we're all kind of like looking to cheat a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, on what's really, really hard because because you know getting off cigarettes is. is really really hard so it's kind of like okay well this is like a little safer so i'm going to do this but it's the same thing as you know you're you're trying to get off coffee so you do an energy drink okay well you're still doing the caffeine we're we're all like okay i want to do what's right but like i don't want to do the work and i think that this is sort of uh, more of a, a big picture example of that of us not wanting to hone in and actually get rid of our our vices because what the vices are is a distraction. Yeah. They're a distraction from your feeling. We just talked about mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in your body and having to feel how hard it is to get off of one, of, of any kind of substance, it sucks. It's, it's no like, sugar coating it. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. But on the other end, then you can 
potentially be really clear-headed and really aware. Like, we all have vices. I'm not saying this from a, like, high up on my mountain. Um, I'm saying this as somebody who understands this stuff is is very hard, but it, it kind of reminded me of, like, man, people are getting burned here because they're trying to not quit the vice. They're trying to not do the work and not get off of the thing. Yeah. And and this is, you know, this is not good. Yeah. I, I was watching a video just the other day with uh, one of the guys, one of the guys who's in Jackass of all things, mm -hmm. uh, who's, who's since kind of kicked drugs and alcohol and has become a real Steve advocate for it. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Steve-O. Uh, and he was talking about uh, getting into rehab and how he thought he, if things were hopeless and, and not to get too much into that. But I, I like this bit he said about addiction. And he said, the thing is, everybody's got a vice, right? Everybody's got their thing. And he's like, you're mind will always find a way to reason with itself that whatever you're doing is okay. You, you you will turn into like a ballistic missile of wanting that thing, whether you like it or not, because that's just the way our brains are wired. That's mm -hmm. that's the way we like chemicals to fire off and things. So yeah, when you're when you're looking for nicotine or whatever it is you're getting out of these things, or just looking to be cool in junior high or wherever these things right, are happening. Right, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, yeah, I'm addicted. Right, like that's. I think having an understanding of why that's happening in your brain will help you to break out of it, to cool. understand that this is why my brain is doing this thing and I need to be independent of that. I think I think that gives you power. Well, and that goes yeah, back that to does. What, yeah, yeah like that. that absolutely does. And, and it's like what y'all both talking about. It goes back to you have to find the real issue. Here's one thing that Jenny and I always like to talk about that people need to get rid of is the stigma around therapy. I think if more people went and had a regular therapist sessions and stuff to digging into things they can realize that a lot of times these vices they have actually come from something completely different um it's the umbrella the umbrellas fell over and blocked the track and you can't even see that yeah. you're looking at everything else that it could be when you don't realize that sometimes vice device is is a completely different issue and and a lot of people are not gonna they're just sitting around not dealing with it because they don't want to go to a therapist or any of that because it's like oh I, I go to a therapist they like people are gonna think i'm weird or something no you know you don't get out of college or get your job and stop growing. You keep learning. I mean, going to a therapist and, and, and getting professional help is something that um, is absolutely something to help you grow as a person and try to find some of those things so you don't go vice to vice. Or even like a 12-step group absolutely. or something like that that's free. I know people listen yes. to like, I don't have insurance. I yeah. you know, pay for that. 12-step groups are, are free. Not yeah. to go totally down this big like recovery track. But I think it's well, important as we all look at our, yeah. our vices and – um, and what the, and what they're distracting us from? Yeah. And like, what what emotion are you trying to mask? Like, what what actual feeling are we trying to mask by the whatever the vice is? Mm -hmm. That's always like my big dating question. What's your vice? Like, is it well, something I, hope you I can don't have live any with? Dating been questions for a while. Yeah. I, I asked it just any. last week. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, sometimes going it was too big for me to handle, so I stuck with <laughs> yeah, you. There you right. go. Yeah. Sometimes going vice to vice can actually be worse. You think you're getting rid of one vice and you're going to another that you, who knows it could be worse than all of them at the end of the day. So you want to be very careful. Maybe look at the real deep issues that why do you have a vice in the first place and second of if you got products launching or any of that take a look at really where what that middle third is going to want and need and when you get, when you can really get into that area is when you're really going to take off we'll be back in a minute on third segment the second shot now that's what i call ignorance on fire more of heath and jenny still to come Quick break to tell you about mm, one of my favorite books written by my uh, podcast co-host and my husband. So the book is called 
Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success. So this is a story of basically my husband's journey from being someone who barely graduated from high school, did not finish college, didn't have any real formal education in the business world, and how he went to become one of the top executives at his company. And it's just it's just a fun, inspiring story. If you have somebody who is maybe getting ready to start a new school year or starting a new job or something like that, this is just a good inspiration read for them. A lot of my adult friends have enjoyed it too. And I just had to shout him out and tell you guys about the book. So you can get it on Amazon. You just search Ignorance on Fire. Or if you prefer the audio version, he will be reading it to you in his Texas accent. It is on audible.com. Again, just search Ignorance on Fire. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Nothing better than coming into this third segment hot with a massive amount of shaming that I can put on everybody <laughs> for not leaving a rating or review. I know. We got thousands that are listening every week, and there's only 180 rating and reviews on iTunes. Come on, people. We know who you are. It's Go what fuels do us. It. Y'all Stop are right making now. us look Go lame. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> do something for us. Golly. We are not lame. Secondshotcast at gmail.com if you want to send any story ideas or want to tell us anything or just anything at all want to reach out to us second shot cast at gmail.com and second shot facebook group go join now i feel like i need to say this because now we're getting a few thousand people a week watching on facebook if yeah. you're watching on facebook first of all hello good Hi. to see you if you're wondering what the heck is this this is the behind the scenes of our weekly podcast that comes out every friday at 4 p.m and basically we take a second shot at the news headlines but if you're watching on facebook you're not going to get there's not a way to subscribe so you'd want to go into an app be it um, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher um, SoundCloud, iTunes, we're on iHeartRadio. Heart so whichever app you use to listen to podcasts, or if you don't listen to podcasts at all, let us be your first. And you can listen to all back episodes. There are 135 of them. So there you go. And I just want to give a shout out just because this is honestly, this is not a paid thing. This is nothing. But we've got a lawyer named Caleb Rawls, C-A-L-E-B-R-A-W-L-S, Okay. He's like kind of a business lawyer that can do all kinds of things, and he is cool with little bitty small stuff. He does big stuff, and just the relationship we've gained over the years, because with all the stuff you do in business, you're always needing a lawyer to look over, do all those things, and he's been so awesome. Like, he's... You know, it's hard to find those lawyers and stuff that doesn't make you feel stupid. Yes, this is such a good resource you know? because I always struggle with that. Even with my girlfriends who are lawyers, I don't want to ask them because I'm like, oh, they're going to be like, really? How did you not know that? And he's great. We, we ask Caleb the most lame questions. He's helped us. <laughs> and he us. brings it. Yeah, he and he's helped us and is willing to help and he's always on point. So just want to give Caleb a shout out that if you got anything business-wise, real estate, you know, big, small, um, whatever, like he's the type of guy they're doing. You can go to uh, Caleb Rawls Law dot com. C A L E B R A W L S Law dot com. If you're looking for a good lawyer, you need anybody to look over something. Um, Caleb is great, and I just want to give him a free totally shout out. Because like an ad, but no, it's but not. I, it's really not. <laughs> Dang. I just yeah. like like seriously, he has come through in the clutch for us on so much stuff, and he's always been such a great guy that I just felt like I like to share good people with. All of our people here. Well, part, yeah. yeah, that's a, kind of part of the community thing. That's part of what we want to build here. It's just like 
it's almost like we need to get together a list of resources in the yeah. page or something like that. Because I've got plenty that I've screwed to. up with that I would say don't to don't use. Those. Ooh, the blacklist. Yes, yeah. true. There are some blacklisted people. I got a couple of those. Yeah, people just like don't work with these individuals. Then it's not good. Yeah, don't bother. Unfortunately, my blacklist is bigger than my whitelist. I don't know what that means. Oh no. Yeah, well, hey, it means I'm experienced. Well, that, mean, that means you have high standards. You're right. About, well, you're about to turn the corner. Yeah. Because when all of it kind of comes up, you're going to turn the corner on it. Mm. You guys, I'm super excited about our question of the week, and I still don't have an answer okay. myself. You don't. But these have been fun. I've been liking the questions of the week, and I've been liking. And in the second shot Facebook group, when people are like giving their answers to it, it's pretty cool getting yeah, to see everybody's answers. Yeah, it's fun to see. So here's something that might take some thinking. Mm. If you could wear only one shirt with one word on it for a year, what would the word be? So is it if you could or like you had to? Like you're like told you have well, to yeah. wear one shirt. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I need to re- rephrase that. If you had to because I'm right. going to make can a you graphic only get, You this. can only wear one shirt that you have to wear it every day and it can only have one word on it. Okay, Heath. You said that you had yours done. Take a guess. Um, leader? Mayrocky. <gasps> what? I've been obsessed with this word and he the definition with, with it for a while. Uh, hold on. It's, so okay. it's spelled M-E-R-A-K-I. M-E-R-A-K-I. Wait. Wait. Say it again. M-E-R-A-K-I. M-E-R-A-K-I. Mayrocky. How would I'm Siri impressed say that it? you know how to <laughs> pronounce it. Well, I had to go on like years, you know, a year or a year and a half, two years ago when I found the word. Like I listened to them doing the translations to understand how to say it. Okay. Oh, so this is from the internet that you know how to pronounce it. Yes. Okay. okay. So we could be saying it, it must be legit. M E. Well, it was like no, it was on. I mean, it was M E R A K I. And the, defini- the definition is to do something with soul creativity or love to put something of yourself in your work wow and i think that's just a like may rocky is you know it's like you know um the the word may rocky can be everything from your relationships with your spouse to your work and i just think the name the look of it if you go google may rocky and look at it on stuff it just looks cool the word looks cool the meaning is super powerful to me i just love the word may rocky mm-hmm that's great. Man, you you see, it's a great networking opportunity for Heath Oaks because everybody would come up with him and be like, all right, I got to know what's the shirt about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you're talking to people, exactly. which is wonderful for you. Yeah, that's yes. perfect. Anybody else? Okay, uh, Matt. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. Um, I think, gosh, I, I feel like mine would just simply probably just be my name, right? That seems like the most useful <laughs> thing. About that. Yeah. Sure. Matt would come up with just his name. Matt. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like it. You know, it's like wearing a name tag everywhere. And yep. I feel like if you're going to do this, it has to be something that would spark a conversation, right? Because yeah. otherwise, like, or I mean, that would be a nice benefit of this. I guess it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be. Um, so, yeah, he, yours is great. And mine, I think, would be great if in a social situation, I just <laughs> have my name on my shirt and uh, I immediately the ice is broken, at least in some small regard. I would People, think. Why do you have your name on your shirt? Exactly. <laughs> I like exactly. it. Because like I'm awesome. Because I'm awesome and I, I love like myself. It. I you, like that. You can immediately weed out like potential networking opportunities because <laughs> people will come to me and be like, so who's Matt? You'd be like, oh, okay, get away from me. <laughs> you're, yeah. very, you're very annoying. I yeah. do not want to talk to you. I don't need you in my life. <laughs> yep. Nope. I want nothing to do with you. Uh, uh, I think, no, think that would be mine. That's Which one of you two? Next. I'll go. Yeah. Uh, if I had a word, and the irony of this is not lost on me, I think the word would be change. 
and I know wearing a shirt for a year that says change on it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Is, yeah, cute, that, that like. would definitely you know be a thing. But I think, I don't know, lately I've been thinking a lot about change and, and, and how important it is to kind of kind of embrace that right like we we are changing every day yeah. it's the reason things like procrastination are a problem because mm -hmm. you'll tell yourself in your head hey when i get home i'll send that email and yeah. then you get home and you're a different person than you were when you decided that yeah that's true and you changed we change all the time we change every but day we're so scared of it and we're so freaked by it Heath. Yeah. yeah and 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 lately i've been doing a lot of changing and like it feels like it somehow has been scary and tumultuous um but ultimately i feel so much better for it that's so awesome. much better for it, it to I embrace it. it. And and so it's it's a weird mantra of like, just lean into it, let yourself change and embrace that and know that you're changing no matter what. You can't not change. So uh, just go for it. Go for the gusto. Like that's yeah. great. Yeah. Change. Oh my gosh, I'm loving all these so much. I don't even think I need to give mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's, yeah. no, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Well, okay. So I'm, I have two that I really want to do. No, I know. You, I know you but said let me one just word. No, no, let me one have word. My piece. Let me have my piece. Can we just make second shot one word, like cram them together and make it like perfect. it is on Energy Ogre? If you go to energyogre.com, <laughs> you second show prom, second shot promo code and get a month free. Who exactly. are these fools who are still not doing Energy Ogre? By yeah. the way, if you live in Texas, is hey, stop ogre? trying to dodge the fact that you only get to pick one word. It's I'm, your question and said one word. You didn't say two. I know, but that's like my thing. I mm -hmm. ask questions. No. I don't answer no. them. Go ahead. I am in a perpetual state of of conflict within what I want to do with my life career-wise and what I want to do with my life family-wise. And this came up again because I wanted to, one word that I would, well, okay, one word I want to do is podcast because if I were podcast everywhere I went, for the next year, people would totally ask about it. And then I'd be like, oh, well, let me show you how to download a podcast because so many people don't even know that we do this. Like our, like my closest friends, I think have maybe not even listened. That was um, my second option, actually. I was I was like, do I want to write podcasts on my I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, if yeah. you are, I think I'm going to go with that okay. because I would like, so many people are still, it's still such an under so foreign. So if I had podcast on my shirt, people would be like, what's that? People who didn't know podcasts and people who were like, oh, you, what podcast do you listen to? So then I could talk about the ones, you know, some of my favorites. I could talk about ours. I could, you know, go to the link. I could download Spotify for them. I could yeah. go to iHeartRadio. So I guess I'm going to go with that. The other one I was thinking about was um, happiness, just as a reminder to myself to be seeking that. Like anytime there's a decision, someone invites me to, to do something, I don't really want to do it. Um, you know, if it's an obligation, obviously you do it. But like, what what is my higher goal and 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 ultimately for me that would be happiness so i like that as a reminder but i'm going to go with podcast because a successful yeah. podcast will bring happiness I like to podcast. all podcast all right well podcast. the cool thing is too is uh send us an email secondshotcast@gmail.com if you want to put it there or go join the second shot facebook group and leave us what your word and what your shirt would look like we'd love to hear it and what your why behind it is mm -hmm. it really helps us kind of get to know the whole audience as well and we got some really exciting stuff. I'm really not supposed to talk about it yet, but in about <laughs> two or three Shoot, weeks, no, yeah. two or three weeks, we're gonna have some cool stuff that'll be coming out. So be ready for it. Um, yeah, make they, sure you're subscribed. Yeah. Where can they find you? JennyAnnChando.com. Also on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash JennyAnnChando. Same thing on Facebook, on Twitter, JennyAnnChandoTV. And yes, make sure you subscribe because when the new thing happens, um, if you're not subscribed, you won't get it. 
So anyway, there Ooh. you go. There you go. Uh, at AppleZackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Come join in on the fun. And what's blocking your sliding glass door at your office? Yeah. It's <laughs> a horrible question. What I would be on your that. shirt? Yeah, Matt, t- please take this away from me. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram, as well as in the Second Shot Facebook group, where I post the new episode every week. And thank you, folks, for liking that post. I really appreciate it. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Ignorance on Fire, or Heath Oaks on any of those. And leave us a rating review right now. I love y'all. See you next time. Peace.